Hey everybody, welcome back to the Turf Tangent. I'm your host, Sydney, and sorry to disappoint, but I am the only host for today. Kat was sick this week, and we were trying to push back recording, so that's why it might be out a little later, but she was unable to record, so it's just going to be me today. So it's probably going to be very short, and I know I talk fast, so I apologize, but it's just going to be me recapping the games, so it's not going to have as much as that extra stuff. Except I'll go through some of the comments on our Instagram about the U.S. game because there, we did put something out there. But this episode is dedicated to Danielle Vandedonk's swimming cap. So let's get started with Group A. So Group A had New Zealand, Philippines, Switzerland, and Norway. So New Zealand lost to the Philippines 1-0. The Philippines won their first ever World Cup game and they scored off a header. New Zealand had most of the possession, though, and they had a very debatable offsides call that's most likely going to be sending them home from the tournament. They're obviously already home. It's unfortunate to see a host country get eliminated this early because it is good for the game when the host country goes through, but they're still Australia if they make it through. We'll get into that later, but that's so unfortunate for New Zealand. Moving on to Switzerland-Norway, 0-0 game. I was really hoping Norway would pull it together a little more because kind of Norway is one of the underdog teams I'm rooting for. But with New Zealand losing, Switzerland might make it through still. So we could see both these teams going. But the possession was pretty even in the game. Norway had better attacking stats, but I think they need to come together better as a team. I mean, they were having some issues, complaints with the coach, so I really would like to see this group come together and just come out the next game and, like, make a statement. Moving on to Group B, this has to be the most interesting group, I think, going into the third round. Canada beats Ireland 2-1. Katie McCabe scored a crazy goal in the beginning. If you haven't seen that, make sure to go, like, look that up and watch it. It's insane. But Canada was able to fight back, and I think that was a good group showing for them to show, like, how, like, their their togetherness or whatever. But Jesse Fleming got to be the captain, and I love to see that as a Chelsea fan, so and a Jesse Fleming fan, as you've heard before if you listen. Jesse Fleming fan, huge over here, and um, pretty much anyone who plays for Chelsea or played for Chelsea. <laughs> uh, moving on to the upset of the day, or the group, is Nigeria 3, Australia 2. The host country are defeated again. Well, I'm talking about New Zealand, the other host country. Australia hasn't lost yet. But Australia defeated 3-2. to two. I think Australia's injuries have to blame for this because Mary Fowler was out, Sam Kerr was out. They had a lot of people out, and they necessarily don't have the depth to cover those injuries. Um, so this is how the group is going to go down. Canada plays Australia. Basically, the winner of that is going to go through. But... And Nigeria is top of the group right now, so they're probably going to make it unless they lose by, like, two to Ireland and Canada and Australia tie. I really don't know what I want because I like Canada's team, kind of. I mean, I like Jesse Fleming a lot. I like Sinclair. So I was, I'm really torn about this, but I do want to say I think I want Australia to win because Sam Kerr and I do think Australia have the, like, can go farther if they can, like, pull themselves together. Also, I kind of have Australia making it very far in my bracket, but... I would like the best case situation where Canada and Australia somehow both make it through, but that's going to be a good game to watch. Six in the morning on a Monday. By the time this is out, it's already going to be happened, so sorry about that. 
I'll make sure the group three one's out fast. We'll make sure of it. Moving on to group C, Japan wins 2-0 against Costa Rica. Japan strikes fast in the 25th and 27th minute. The possession for this match was pretty much even, which was kind of a surprise. Um, I think Japan could have been a little better in the attacking half. They had 24 shots and 12 on target. And when you only score two goals out of that, I think you just have to be more clinical in your finishing. But I I mean, one game isn't going to... It's not too much of a concern for me. I mean, I consider Japan kind of an underdog, but like not really. It's just that no one really takes them seriously, I don't think, when they're not in World Cup, like between the tournament. So I think they obviously were a favorite coming in, but no one saw them as that. But yeah, Japan is looking pretty good. Japan-Spain should be a good game. Spain beat Zambia 5-0. They were pretty dominant in possession. I think the only thing they can improve on is defensively because Zambia still got 10 shots on them, but only two on target, so they're kind of like half chances at best. But Spain also has a pretty dominant showing, so that's why that last game in the group should be a good one. Group D, England beats Denmark 1-0. Lauren James gets an early goal. Love to see it. I mean, she's insane. She's just insane. That's all I'm going to say about Lauren James. I can't wait to see what she does the rest of the tournament. But um, I think England needs to score a little more. Um, I know they've been having trouble. We've been talking about this. They've been not scoring as much. But Denmark had an okay game. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Only losing to England 1-0. They're a team that's still needs a lot to do to be a contender. I mean, they have harder, but they still need to grow a lot. But... They need to get more possession. They need to be on the ball more. They were pretty much out-possessed the whole game. But, yeah, that's all I have to say about that game. China beats Haiti 1-0, which honestly was a shock to me because I thought this game was going to be a tie or Haiti winning just because there was an early red card for China, so they were playing a man down. But then possession was pretty even. China's not even a bad team. I would I don't even think they're that bad. They can hold the ball, and they're kind of good in tight spaces. But China ended up getting a PK in the 74th minute, and they put it away and was able to get the win. Moving on to Group E, the most talked about group today. Sorry for that noise. That was me dropping something. Um, I'll start with Portugal-Vietnam, just so I can end out with the match we all are here to listen about. Portugal beats Vietnam 2-0. Portugal wins to stay alive. I mean, that's what they needed to do. They can technically still make it through because of the U.S. result. Um, they need to get a good result against the U.S. And I think a lot of people, I even like myself, underestimated where Portugal was. But we'll see how they do against the U.S. Moving on to the United States-Netherlands, the World Cup final rematch, the Olympic rematch, was a 1-1 tie. Um, the Netherlands scored pretty early on. The U.S. looked very disjointed. I don't know why there wasn't subs. There was a swimming cap. Um, there was a lot going on, but... Vanda Donk made Haran pretty mad, and she just came in and scored that header if you watched. But I'm going to go through our Instagram comments. We posted a picture of Danielle Vanda Donk in her swimming cap and said, what are your post-game thoughts? And here were ours. Where did they get the swimming cap from? And why, like, how did they, like, think of that ahead of time? Um, does Vladko know he has a bench? And there's a funny joke about... Like, if Vladko worked at Jimmy John's, he would be fired by now because he doesn't know how to make a sub. That was a pretty good one. Um, why were there no changes to the starting lineup? I really, We really didn't think we'd see DeMello again in the starting lineup. Um, and I believe Lavelle was healthy enough to play the full game, too. 
And the ref was pretty bad in this game, so did the ref had a whistle. Um, one of the comments from Aiden was, why was service into the front line so poor, and why didn't we utilize the space we were given in the midfield, especially in the second half? Which is a really good point because we weren't getting ball, we weren't sending, we weren't sending balls enough that were like quality chances. They just weren't good, and we obviously can't score with like balls that are not kicked near our players or like just overpassed stuff like that. Um, Coach Sarah. Very unbalanced, disturbing, unconnected teamwork. And I agree. I just touched on that, how they were kind of playing as individuals. They kind of did a little bit better in the second half. There was moments of it. But I think Vladko needs to do something to get his team together. The mentality's not there. Um, I'm a little scared going into this game against Portugal, to be honest. Because, I mean, I we're going to make it through. I think we're going to probably make it through. We'll probably win. We'll probably win, but I don't think it's going to be by the margin that we should. We need to be more together. It just scares me if we don't come out together, what is the rest of the tournament going to look like? And the last one was Horan showed a rector, which they are teammates for their club team. But Horan honestly took the high road with, instead of wrecking her, just scored a goal to tie the game up. And Van de Donk is the one who had the swimming cap on. I'll probably say, I probably talked about the swimming cap way too much, but... I really thought it was funny. Especially, I have two Vandedonk jerseys, actually. So, um, they're teammates for Leon. There was pictures of them after the game, but I think we did good. We needed that tie. Just, it still isn't enough to secure us going through, but we need to win to top the group, and the Netherlands are looking to do the same. So, we'll see how that goes. Moving on to Group F, France-Brazil, 2-1. France strikes first. Um... Dabinia scores her first World Cup goal ever, and she scores it right after the half to tie it up, but Wendy Renard scores the game winner at the end to get the win, and I honestly would have liked to see a tie just because I do like Brazil a lot, and I wanted to see France get upset because there are some teams that I I wouldn't say I necessarily like don't like, but I just don't want to see win. Like, I mean, we have a rivalry with England, but like I wouldn't mind seeing them do good. I would not want Germany, Sweden, France probably, and then Japan, I don't mind as much because they're, I feel like, more of an underdog team. But I wanted to see Brazil win, but yeah. Moving on to Panama versus Jamaica. Jamaica wins one nothing. They scored off a corner, and they were able to hold off uh, Panama for the rest of the game. It was a pretty close match. I was watching this one, and yeah. But um, Jamaica kind of needs a big result to move on in the group. They still are alive. The only team that's not alive, I'm pretty sure, is Panama. But this group's still up in the air, so I would like to see how that plays out. Um, group G, Sweden beats Italy 5-0. Sweden kind of just showed up and was like, we're here to... Like, it was just a statement game for them. They actually had less possession in the game, but now Sweden's officially through to the next round, and they'll most likely top the group. I mean, they weren't in a very hard group, so it's not really hard to say, but they kind of proved their point, like, why they should still be considered a top contender, no matter what their team is. Argentina 2, South Africa 2. This was a pretty even game. It was a fun one to watch. When you have four goals and it ends on a tie, it's a pretty good game to watch. Um, Argentina actually came back from 2 nothing with two goals in the 75th or maybe 74th and 79th minute, and they were able to tie it up at the end. So 
that's kind of unfortunate for South Africa, but it doesn't look like either of these teams will get through. It actually, I mean, that's not true. It depends on the last game, but I think Italy is going to make it through to the next round, but we'll see. And lastly, Group H, Germany loses to Colombia. This is actually another one of those upsets. Colombia strikes first, and I was watching this so closely because I really wanted Germany to lose, and Germany got a penalty kick in the 89th minute and tied it up, but I'm like, well, like at least Germany didn't win. But I was still watching the game. Colombia fights and gets a corner in the 90 plus 7th minute and scores a header goal in the corner, off the corner, and it was just insane. I just love to see it. Colombia is a team that's up and coming. I think they'll make it out of the group. Well, they pretty much will make it out of the group because I think they're at the top now. Um, I don't remember who we put as the prediction for this group, but it might have been South Korea. But, I mean, I'm happy to see Colombia do good. And I like these CONCACAF teams and the South American teams to come out more because I think England and, like, Netherlands and, like, France, the European teams kind of have an edge besides the United States. But I love to see it. South Korea loses 1-0 to Morocco. This game was kind of surprising because um, Morocco was worse in, like, all the stats, but they got an early goal, and they, they were able to help hold South Korea off for the rest of the game. South Korea had 16 shots and zero on target, so they just need to get, I think, their offense together. Um, they're probably not making it out of the group. I think, actually, South Korea was eliminated with this one, but... They just need to improve on small things, and I think it. They, we'll probably see them in the World Cup years to come, and I'm excited for that. So, match day three is going to be a good one. We should have our match, like obviously all the matches are on one day, but we have some good games. Make sure to watch them. We'll have a podcast probably right after group. This last round of matches finishes up, so that we can preview all the knockout games around the 16 we'll probably do another kind of bracket challengey thing like not a real challenge but we'll go through now that the draws are like going to be official we'll probably go through there um sorry for the short episode but this one is a good quick summary and we'll have a longer episode next time i promise thank you guys so much for listening and sorry that i probably talked way too fast and yeah thanks for listening